My friends, just once again, what a, what a joy um, to be back with the celebration of Sunday Mass. I know we've been having weekday Masses for almost a month now, um, but there's something about, and there's more than something about, it is uh, core to our religion uh, and our worship of the true God that on the Lord's Day, today, Sunday, uh, Christians gather together uh, to worship our Lord uh, together as a community. Maybe many uh, have been watching at home, on the YouTube, either here from St. Francis or uh, on the television. Um, But something that we've experienced as a world in this time is a tremendous isolation. Um, And what does it mean to be cut off from the rest of the outside world? And that our very gathering as a church community um, is, is completely contrary to being isolated. And that this is sin isolates us in a real way. That when when we sin, we cut ourselves off, we're focused on us, um, but then Christ unites us, uh, and our Lord brings us together, and that he, we find our unity, we find our community in him, right? This is where so many things go wrong. If it's community for community's sake, uh, then it's never going to be enough. But if we find our unity uh, together with our Lord, and we find it in him, well, then that is true Christian community, and that's a community uh, that can give life. Only our Lord can give us rest. Only our Lord can give us comfort. And he wants to do that. He says, come to me. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. You know, maybe in this time, uh, particularly those who serve in essential services have felt like uh, the weight of the world can be on their shoulders, and I don't know what to do, right? Like, at the end of the day, um, even, even as a priest, you know, come, people coming and talking to me about, well, Father, what about this, what about that? I don't know what to do. And uh, my human limitations become very apparent very quick. But our Lord is God, and so he says rightly, come to me all who labor and are burdened. All who labor and are burdened. That's all, that's, that is all of us in reality. And I will give you rest. We find our true rest and our peace in the person of Jesus Christ. And if we try to find our rest, our peace, our security, our confidence, anywhere else, We've seen as a world in these last four months how quickly all of that can just be taken away. But our Lord can never be taken away. Even if we haven't been able to publicly gather and worship, even if we haven't been able to receive Holy Communion, still, Jesus is God and that has never changed. Come to me, all who labor and are burdened. And so we have that opportunity to reflect today on Uh, the centrality of Christ. And maybe if over these last three or four months we've lost that, we've missed it, we haven't focused on him the way that we know we needed to, well, then we start again today. Just right now, gather together again as a community. We start again today. We see that in Christ and only in him is our true and lasting happiness. Only he can give us um, true rest, true peace, true happiness. Because that is the case, the practice uh, that St. Paul tells us that we should, um, something we should practice throughout our life 
uh, is the practice of mortification or penances, that we give stuff up um, to live, we put to death the deeds of the body to live in the spirit, and that that's something we should do voluntarily, not just when it's imposed upon us, but we should do it voluntarily. We should give stuff up. And so many of us, the last time we were together, was Lent. When we do that very intentionally, we give stuff up during Lent. But this is not something that's just meant for Lent. It's meant for the entire life of the Christian, that we put to death the deeds of the body. And we do it in small, little ways. That, um, again, these, these things, this, it seemed, mortification can seem like a big, scary word that we're doing like the Irish monks used to do, and sitting in like pools of freezing water for hours and hours. Like, no, that's nonsense. Don't do that. Um, that's not what we're called to in the midst of the world. The monks who do that are heroic and good for them, um, but that's not what we're, most of us, are not called to do. Um, we can do little things. We can um, just be patient and pay attention to a person who annoys us. Um, we can, look, it's the rule that um, attending masks, uh, we have to wear masks, and so, um, you know, we can do that, and sometimes, again, a, a tool of mortification used to be the hair shirt. You'd wear a hair shirt that would be itchy, um, and this is what had been done for centuries and centuries. I think wearing a mask is just as much as wearing a hair shirt sometimes, right? But if we do it, and we do it with patience, we do it intentionally, um, that we can offer these things to our Lord, put to death the deeds of the body, little ways of, of giving up, um, little things of sleep, we do it, you know, we, we could do it voluntarily, um, when we stay up late um, talking to someone who needs our advice, or we get up just a little bit earlier, sacrificing a little bit of sleep. Do it voluntarily, the way athletes train voluntarily so that when it comes time for the game, they're ready, right? Give up a little extra sleep so when there's fireworks outside your window till one in the morning, you're like, okay, now this is involuntary, but Lord, I can offer this to you out of love. I can give this all to you. It's only in Christ that I find my comfort, not in getting seven and a half hours of sleep before welcoming everyone back to Mass for the first time in four months on Sunday, right? Uh, that it's, we find our hope only in Christ. And so the practice of small mortifications, and we should look, it'd be a good idea to have like just a little list, a mental list, not as a checklist, but just a little list of like, okay, here are some little things I could do when they come up throughout the day, right? I can have... Um, you know, not put cream and sugar in my coffee. I can pay attention to the person who annoys me. I can um, let someone go in front of me um, in the supermarket line. I could do any, I could wear, wear a mask cheerfully, right? These things. And then we just try to do them throughout the day, out of love, as a testimony to the fact that we don't live for this world. And it's not in this world that we find our comfort. If it is only in this world that we find our comfort, that we should snatch up every bit of earthly comfort we can get. But we do these little penances as a recognition that my happiness is not in having the perfect cup of coffee or never being annoyed or getting the right amount of sleep. My happiness is in Jesus Christ. And then as a final point, if we want to do this and we want to do it well, we go to the teacher, our Lord. He tells us how to bear suffering well. He tells us how to live above all for the Father. How to give it. He emptied himself, St. Paul tells us. He emptied himself taking the form of a slave. He allowed himself to undergo suffering voluntarily. He could have stopped any of it at any moment. But he did it out of love for us and out of love for the Father. 
He did it to redeem us. And so he tells us, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. If we want to know how to put all of our confidence in God and how to patiently then bear the burdens that uh, can afflict us in the midst of worldwide crisis or just in the midst of having a rough day, we go to our Lord and we learn. If you've heard me preach this gospel before, there's an interesting point in this that we don't really get because we're not a farming culture. But when he says, take my yoke upon you, yoke refer to oxen, right? And what would you do when you were yoking oxen? Oxen are always yoked two by two. And what they would do is they would pair a little young ox that didn't know what to do and didn't know how to do this well with an older, more experienced one who could teach the young one what to do. And so as they were yoked together, they would, the young would learn from the patience and experience of the old. So when our Lord says, take my yoke upon you, he's saying we need to be yoked with him. So as we do um, all these things, as we undergo suffering, as we voluntarily choose small penances, as we live in the midst of the world for love of God alone, we're doing it side by side, yoked with our Lord, never trying to go it alone. My friends, our Lord is the only source of all happiness. And so today, gathering together on his day again, we reaffirm our confidence and we answer his call. Come to me. He calls us, and so we've come here today, and all those who are joining us through digital means, um, come to him. We join together um, as a community, and we worship him. We let him teach us how to make small sacrifices throughout the day, um, how to testify that we don't just live for this world through our actions, our small and often hidden actions, and then we learn from him by being yoked together with him. So that walking with our Lord and learning from him, um, he may lead us directly into the kingdom of heaven.